Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender Edition of the Muckrake Podcast. I am Jared G.H. Sexton. I'm here with Nick Hausman. And let me tell you something. We have the cure for your summertime, summertime sadness. And that is a live recording of the Weekender. We are here with our patrons. If you want to do something like this, and these are always a great time, I always enjoy them. I know Nick always does. I know the people always enjoy them. They they ask us all the time, can we do more live recordings? You need to go over to patreon.com slash podcast. You're going to want to listen to this show, right, Nick? Because we, 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 got, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We, we got to talk about uh, cocaine. We have to talk about machetes. We, 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 we've got questions that are good. We've got a lot lot going on do we not nick oh a lot a lot and that was my um that was my cue to have the uh the eric clapton song play uh cocaine but i i'm not ready you know what here's the thing nick i thought there was a 50 50 shot that you would have eric clapton's cocaine ready to go it was a coin flip for me fascinating i mean you know what it's always interesting what others think about what i may or might not do but No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, let's go ahead and get this thing going. First things first, this is a little bit of breaking news that uh, has been going on. We wanted to comment on it. Um, it turns out that Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, she of Jewish space lasers, QAnon, uh, you name it, every conspiracy theory underneath the sun, uh, who who came in in 2021 and immediately fell into lockstep with the freedom caucus in the house uh it turns out that she has been booted kicked out voted out also by the way nick um a little bit of breaking news that hasn't been uh around uh i just want to go ahead and give people an exclusive uh, my sources who uh are very aware of what happened within the freedom caucus and the vote to expel marjorie taylor green um the results were delayed as they had to find somebody to count the votes Oh, I was expecting like a, uh, a punchline. That's true, right? You're saying that actually it did happen. No, that didn't happen. They can count, I have to assume. I have to assume oh. the Freedom Caucus can count. But she has been kicked out. We have we, we, we have some takes on this. There's some thoughts on this. But Nick, what, what were your initial reactions when you heard? Where were you when Marjorie Taylor Greene was kicked out of the Freedom Caucus? I was in my car getting a text from you telling me all about it. So um, that's where I was. I'll never forget it, where I was when I found out that MTG got kicked out of the Freedom Caucus. Um, as we know, it's the most conservative group of people that hang out in, the, uh, in, the, in Congress. Conservative uh, is a way of putting it, sure. Yeah, radically conservative. Um, and so I was trying to think, I'm like, wh- you know, what what kind of liberal things has she been doing that would get, in, get her kicked out, right? Because it's like anything from what, what she wears to what she says would have done it. So it sounds like it turns out that, you know, she called, can we use the word that she called Lauren Boebert on the show? I think we can. She called, uh, for those who do not know, and maybe they've been insulated from this, uh, on the floor of, of the, the House of Representatives, she got into a uh, shouting match with Lauren Boebert and called her a, quote, little bitch. Yes, she did. I mean, I mean, awful. Yeah. Off, like what what a mess this is what an absolute mess this group is well, well let's unpack that for a second because we have to understand why she called her a, yeah. a bitch wait did you say yeah. little bitch or just bitch it's little little bitch little. l-i apostrophe l probably i right? don't i don't know if it was the full word or not right and lauren bobert Bo- 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 is not tall so 
I the okay. So the whole point, and by the way, Nick just jumped off of our screen real fast. Uh, yeah, but but just to go ahead, she what this this spat has been brewing for a while. It came out the volcanic eruption came from the fact that they were pissed off about dueling ideas of trying to impeach Joe Biden. Right. Uh, yeah, but actually, uh, her thing wasn't about impeaching Biden, right? That was in Mayorkas. Well, right? Wasn't that part of it? I was reading about it. All right, my mind is now flushed. But the point is, yes, it was about impeachment. And the idea that, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene claims that she had the idea to do this and she, she was going to use the whatever Boebert ended up using for the, uh, the congressional rules to do it. Uh, she stole her idea, like, as if it was... I don't know what grade are you in when you accuse people of stealing your idea for something. If you are in the Freedom Caucus, you are perpetually in the second grade. Okay. Which I, I I don't know about you. Second grade for me was terrible. One of the worst years of school. Awful. You know that's interesting. Yep. I, I think it was up and down for me. I think I had the, my, some of my better times in second grade. What was my worst year? That's a very interesting think, question. Think about that. I'm going to fill the people in on a lot of what's going on here. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, divorce with the Freedom Caucus uh, stems from a lot of different things. Uh, the tension here was sort of originated when she started palling around with uh, Kevin McCarthy. Um, as he was beginning to uh, move towards the speakership, she supported him. As everybody knows who pays any attention to this stuff, there is a major rift within the House. The Freedom Caucus, by the way, ideologically almost non-existent. They are an expression of anger and rejection and, and, and impeding any sort of progress or movement. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene buddied up to Kevin McCarthy and has become a mainstream Republican at this point. And again, this is like one of the most conspiratorially minded Republicans. And she made the decision. She made the calculation that she was going to go with Kevin McCarthy, which I wrote about today on my Substack. This was a, a real line in the sand. The Freedom Caucus, no ideology whatsoever uh, besides grifting and, and being rageful. Marjorie Taylor Greene has moved into the institutional camp of the Republican Party. Oh, and by the way, the, the, the thing that's in the background of all this, I think, um, and I think it's a, of a bad calculation by Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think she's angling to be the vice presidential candidate alongside Trump, right? I don't disagree, actually. You know, so I think she her calculation was she wants to cozy up to like that side of it, you know, maybe change her look a little bit and be a little bit more mainstream. Um, all those things indicate to me that that's what she's gunning for and probably had been since the beginning when she got elected the first time before January 6th happened. Um, and so I think that's what's all sort of swirling around here. And again, we talk about this all the time, how if you go, if you're out of the news for more than like 10, 11, 12 days, and they need to do something to get back into the news. Right. Now her getting kicked out isn't necessarily her doing, but her freaking out on Bobert was certainly uh, part of that. And then she was publicly acknowledging that, yes, I did say that. And mm -hmm. we don't like each other, whatever. Cause normally they just try and lie and smooth all, all that out to the press. I would go ahead and say, and this is something I think most people can relate with, whether they're in politics or not. You know how, like, you'll have a fight with somebody that you care about, and, like, it's never about what you're actually fighting about, okay. right? It's 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 a br brimming up of about something else, and it's just like, why didn't you take the trash out, right? That is such a cliche, old-school, like, sitcom thing. That's so stupid. But, like, that fight isn't actually about what you're fighting about. Wait, the let me ask you this. What is she, what is, what is she really saying when she's yelling at you about the trash? Because I'm asking for a friend. You're not considerate. 
is okay. what it is. You're yeah. not showing enough consideration and care and intentionality. Just go ahead and write that down. I'm just, yeah. I'm giving out some free advice. It's okay. But when you are watching Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert getting into this clash, it's not about these maneuvers. What's actually happening is that Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying to Lauren Boebert, quit screwing up my spot. Like, like Green has to make well with this group, with the Kevin McCarthy group, the institutionalists, the mainstream Republicans. That's why she voted for the debt ceiling. That's why she stuck with him uh, when he was going for the speakership. Basically, it was like, stop embarrassing me in front of my new friends. And that's where this has reached. Like, we literally have seen the movement and the transition of Marjorie Taylor Green at this point. And I just want people to know that's really screwed up. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's really screwed up to think two years after she entered Congress. One of the most uh, absolutely unprofessional harebrained members of Congress we've ever seen has now been welcomed into the inner circle of the Republican Party, which tells us a lot about the Freedom Caucus. But it also tells us a whole hell of a lot about the Republican Party. Well, I was funny because I thought you were going to mention that she had been stripped of all uh, committee assignments for a while from that mainstream part of the, of the party as well for her awful stuff. So uh, it's a it's a pretty interesting turnaround here. And again, she kind of she didn't save McCarthy right during his uh, the vote to get. Uh, no, she helped him. Sure. But yeah, but she, she certainly helped, um, among other things. We never got that list, by the way, of all the things he had to capitulate to. Uh, to get that, that extra votes. Um, I suppose we can reverse engineer based on what he's been doing recently. But again, I suppose it was also the taint of her, you know, of, or sorry, of McCarthy doing the deal with Biden for the budget uh, taints everybody uh, in the Republican Party who's not in the Freedom Caucus. Well, if you remember, the Freedom Caucus was pushing the, the idea of going over the fiscal cliff. Like the idea was absolutely nothing will happen. Well, everybody understood basically it was, you know, an apocalyptic scenario for not just the American economy, but probably the global economy, which, again, they didn't have a plan. They didn't have an idea. They just wanted to say no. They get elected by voicing the frustration and the rage of white Americans in their districts, and they have nothing else to go on. They have nothing else to build. And and Green, I, I think, wants to actually build something and move towards something as, as frightening as that is. But that caucus, it's it's just simply an expression of just blind uh, face biting rage. That's it. I mean, I don't think I'm out of turn to say that, like, whatever the Freedom Caucus's lack of platform or uh, of uh, uh, plans to do anything with the, uh, with the government, uh, it, it, it sort of impedes across the entire Republican Party. And that's what's so frustrating when you hear people say, oh, they're, they're all corrupt or they're all all politicians are terrible, whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, if you want to look at this you know, objectively, at the very least, the Democrats do put proposals on the table and they do form committees to then you know, explore ways that they can maybe. Help yes, they do them. engage in legislating. Yes. <laughs> right. And it's like that they do that. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't yeah. it, it's funny because anybody on the right would, would say would scoff at that when it, it's just it's just math. Right. It's just reality. Like you can con- continually see how at least the Democrats are trying to do policies that will that might help. They're not perfect, of course. But you ever notice that, by the way, that the Republicans only demand perfection if it's the Democratic uh, <laughs> you know, uh, solutions to things. Right. Well, they used to demand something. You know, that like something would get passed, you know, outside of just like tax cuts for the rich, basically, and, and rolling back these things. By the way, speaking of uh, where a lot of this started, uh, of, of course, it involves Donald Trump. Nick, this is a fun story. And I'm so glad 
that we have to talk about this. And I'm so glad that this hasn't really been touched on in our mainstream media because we've become so desensitized to what's happening in this country and the the dangers of radicalization. Um, On June 29th, a man named Taylor Toronto, uh, I believe it's Toronto, Toronto, I don't care, this guy sucks, uh, was arrested in Barack Obama's neighborhood in Washington, D.C. Uh, Mr. Toronto was arrested with a moving van full of guns and hundreds of rounds of ammo, uh, also a machete. Uh, he had reposted a Trump truth post, post-truth, truth social, truth social, that's what it is, always Man, with the thread stuff, it's hard to remember sometimes. Trump had posted and doxed Barack Obama's address. Uh, Taranto uh, had basically said, see you in hell uh, about Barack Obama. He began to live stream going into this neighborhood, claimed he was going to go into the sewers and get access to Barack Obama's house. Uh, God knows what else was going to happen. He also, by the way, this is this guy's fun. Uh, he also threatened to blow up the National Institute of Standards and uh, Technology, which is an incredible threat. Uh, he also we, threatened- We could talk about that if you want to get into why that's a, a thing, but go ahead. We, well, I, and I would love to hear what you have to say because I've been scratching my head all day with that, that little factoid. He threatened Speaker Kevin McCarthy. He also entered an elementary school uh, near the home of Maryland Representative uh, Raskin. And uh, threatened Raskin. This person uh, is so, so off the rails, uh, allegedly. Uh, I, I guess we should probably say legally, uh, but obviously was sent over the edge by Trump. Also, a January 6th defendant. Like, obviously, this is a person who is is so radicalized and and in their own reality, uh, literally went to seemingly assassinate former President Barack Obama based on a, a, a post by Donald Trump. Well, here, here's the question, the elephant in the room. Is this guy doing this if Trump doesn't dox Obama? Oh, Nick's back. I, 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 he's going to do something, right? I mean, he's, I mean, he seems by the way, be. real fast, real fast. Can you drop some knowledge on me? Why the Institute of Standards and Technology? What, what, what's going on? Right, I don't want to talk out of turn, but. I can't wait. But NIST comes up in a very provocative way when you're talking about the 9-11 conspiracies because they have an explanation for, you know, how the steel beams melted and all those different things. It probably doesn't align with someone like this guy who probably Mm -hmm. wants to believe that uh, it was, you know, they were fake planes that went into the, you know, the building, whatever his conspiracy thing is in 9-11. That's... uh, very possible that I mean I don't know that's why my my alarm bells were going off when I seen this is about that that makes sense I mean this has to be a person and and I want to point out that this guy is basically a representation of a of a very particular population in the United States of America right and it's different gradients um I had um over July fourth you know what we forgot to talk about bomb pops I had a bomb pop you know what I'm talking about the red white and blue. Popsicle? It's uh, ice cream, uh, popsicle popsicle they're yeah. delicious yeah there are different grades on on like a bomb pop you know what i mean there's like the blue there's the white and then there's the red right in america there are different levels of these people there are people who uh you know just like watch fox news or follow what tucker carlson says right there there, there are people that you might be out to dinner with because maybe they're your family maybe they're your parents and they'll say, you know, something that you're like, wait, 
Why are we talking about Hunter Biden's laptop here? What's happening in this conversation? Wait, I, you're throwing a bunch of names out that don't really mean anything to me. Then there's another group that are like, I don't know, maybe they were at January 6th. Maybe they didn't go into the Capitol. But Nick, then there's a group of people who are just, they're stewing in this. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they're every moment of their lives. They're really, really unwell. I've had people like this show up at my house. I've had people drive across the country to come to my house because they have, they, they, they have created some very unwell narrative in their head based on media, social media, speeches, you name it, videos. This guy is representative of a very, very dangerous group of people in the United States of America who are just waiting on what you just said, which is Trump posting this thing. That's why you end up at Barack Obama's residence, right? Planning with a machete and hundreds of rounds of ammo to go through the sewer and end up in his house. That's the type of guy we're talking about. Right. And by the way, I guess what, what I'm kind of getting at is, you know, what? how much do we blame Trump or any of these other, uh, you know, right-wing leaders of these communities to, that incite these things? And I think that's obviously going to be a main part of Trump's, uh, I'm assuming, lawsuit uh, indictment against him for January 6th that Jack Smith ever uh, files charges for that one, because that's the whole connection. Does the words and the, t- the, t- the posts that he is re- releasing, are those what is opening the gates? You know, and are they with, would they simply just be stewing the whole time and right. not doing anything otherwise? Or would they just be cruising? You know, and by the way, it was fascinating. They were trying to find this guy. He was threatening uh, way before this. And they he wasn't he was living out of his van. Right. It turns out if you live out of a van, it's, you know, the authorities will have a hard time finding you. You've been listening to the free part of this episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this great conversation, head over to patreon.com slash muckrakepodcast and subscribe for lots more additional content, including a Discord server and live shows. We'd really appreciate it if you could give it a try. We know you'll love it and come back for more.